Good morning, C3 Powerhouse. So good to see you in church this morning. It's such a great place to be. I love the house of God. I love church. I know that when you come in here, there's an exchange that takes place between you and God. That as you bring your worship to Him, as you praise Him, then He comes and He pours into you. As you stand there and wait for Him to breathe on you, life comes in to your spirit and awakens something in you. Maybe you don't see a change week to week, but over time, I know it happens. If you find yourself in the house of God every week, then your life is transformed. I know I've been in church my whole entire life and I love it. I don't know that I've ever not gone to a service if I've been local around here, if I'm not sick or, you know, on holidays or something. I'm always in the house of God, not just because I'm a pastor, okay, although that is um, my current situation, but pre all of that, beforehand, when I was just a, a, a church attending Christian, just a God lover, I was in the house of God because I wanted to be, because I made a commitment to be, because I dedicated my life to Him. And I know that He pours into me like He pours into you and He fills you up and you, you just get expanded. Your life is a better, a, a, in a better place because of your love for the house of God. Oh, I'm so glad that you're here this morning. Give your neighbor a high five. Someone around you, give them a high five as you take your seat this morning. And thank you to our awesome band. Appreciate you bringing us in to the presence of God this morning. Ah, it's good. It's the year of the party. Guys, it's the year of the party. It's time to party right now. And we've kicked off this year, 2019, as the year of the party. It's our theme because we have so much to celebrate and because we love to party. Who loves a good party? Who loves like throwing kids' birthday parties? Yeah, not so many people, but <laughs> I do. I love it. I love making the cakes and baking. I love a good party for my 30th birthday. I had an ABBA party. We were all dressed up in ABBA clothes. We sang ABBA karaoke the whole night, and it was a good time. But I know the, God loves a party. There's like so much joy in heaven. There's a party. Every time that somebody turns their life to God, then the angels are singing, rejoicing, dancing, having a great time. Uh, the Bible talks about there's different seasons for different things. There's a time to grieve and mourn and, and be sad and cry, but there's a time to laugh and a time to dance. And that is what we're in right now. It's a time to laugh and a time to dance. Even if we can't dance, we're going to dance anyway because it's just a year of the party. So what does that look like? For us this year, well, we're just going to bring fun into things that we already do. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm one of those ones that's always putting my hand up and say, let's make life more fun. Anyone with me? You know, it's like, oh, you know, we're on a focus. We're on a mission. We've like got a, a call from God to um, do things that he's called us to do. But uh, it doesn't mean we can't have fun or celebrate or have a bit of party uh, on the side there. So we're just going to bring in little dance competitions into our services or after parties or in the morning, like a Polynesian morning that we can all have lunch together and have fun. We've got new armbands released. Guess what? They say on them, a time to party. It's a time to party, guys. So all of these different ones, we're going to be handing these out at the end of church today. Make sure you grab one. Uh, you can choose what colour that you would like also. Uh, maybe it matches your outfit today, or maybe it will just be one of those ones that goes with everything. But it says C3 Powerhouse, all right, because that's who we are. And it says a time to party. So that is what we've got on our wrist to remind us about that. Um, we are going to bring into our groups, who's part of a small group, give us a wave. 
we're going to be bringing in the party panda. The party panda is our group's mascot. He's going to surprise groups by rocking up and bringing like Krispy Kremes or goodies and different things just randomly into our small groups uh, a few times a month. So just be on the lookout for the crazy uh, party mascot. He's the party panda. He will just appear out of nowhere and uh, bring some special treats for you uh, because it's the year of the party. Okay? It's the year of the party. Uh, and we're just, we're just going to, you know, bring fun into stuff. Like I know with our uh, team meetings that we have, we have our uh, our core pastoral team, we've got dance-offs happening. We've got all of our pastors. I wish I could show you the videos, Dan Frecker, this week. Uh, no, actually, you probably, you might like, wow. <laughs> there's, some, there's some skill uh, amongst our pastors, and there's some that are developing it, but it's just a, it's just a bit of fun uh, to have a dance-off just to bring that party in. So excited about that. I'm excited. So make sure you grab uh, the reminder. Bring in some fun. Uh, God is about fun. He's about uh, celebration. He's just like, oh, he's done so much for us, hasn't he? Like personally and as a church, God has done so much for us and so much to celebrate and all the things he's going to do. We celebrate in advance for that. So, hey, come on, let's, let's party. Let's party. Yeah, come on. Hey, why don't we just pray uh, as we bring in the Word of God this morning. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you're here with us, God, that you, Lord, there's so much to celebrate with you in our lives. God, we thank you for it. We thank you that this is the house of God. We thank you that this is our Father's house. There's a place for everyone like we've been singing this morning. I thank you, Jesus, for each person, oh God, that you're in relationship with, God, that you want to be in relationship with every person. They will hear the Word of God this morning, Lord, and have their eyes open. Revelation, Jesus, to hear from you, God. And Lord, be in a better place when we leave here this morning. Bless this time together, I pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Well, we are C3 Powerhouse and we are the Church of God. What even is the church? Is it the building? Is it our, our, our renovation, getting a better church? Or is it the people? Is it us? Is it us as a people, the um, the church has been likened to so many things in the Bible. It's called the body of Christ. We're all part of the body. It's called the bride of Christ. Jesus will come back for his bride. That's how much he loves the church. It's been called a family, a family of people like my father in heaven. It's been called an army of God, an army of God that's advancing, that's taking ground, that's Get to getting into a different place that's advancing. And we are that army. We are the Lord's army. I want to talk a bit about that today, about how we are the Lord's army. Did you ever hear that uh, song when you were growing up? I grew up in church. I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. I'm too young to uh, march in the infantry, ride in the cavalry, shoot the artillery. <laughs> That's it. Land and sea. I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. <laughs> there you go. That's what we sang when we we're growing up. <laughs> We're in the Lord's army, yes. <laughs> now, I've never been in the actual army, all right? My husband's been in the reserves, unless you count laser skirmish. 
um, you know, where you <laughs> get given the, you know, the kid out and the gun thing and, you know, get the list of instructions at the start. That doesn't count, no. Uh, but what I've heard about the army is it's um, very disciplined. It's like you have someone giving the orders and you're very, you like, obedient to those orders or there's consequences if you don't cover them. It's very structured. Um, I've also heard in the army, incredible camaraderie develops in the army, the soldiers that are together. It's very rewarding. There's fun moments that soldiers have together. There's a great patriotism, a great love for the country that develops in the army. You learn the true meaning of serving in the army. You learn skills and you're trained in the army or given uh, opportunities for leadership in the army. That's the army. Well, the army of God. What does that look like? What are we here for? What is our purpose in the army of God? What is our mission? Well, here at C3 Powerhouse, our mission is to build the church uh, and see lives transformed. Uh, build the church that glor- where Jesus is glorified and see lives transformed. That's our mission. That's what our God-ordained mission here in our church. The, you know, we want to see people on the Sunshine Coast come into relationship with God or that are visiting from all over the world. We want to see lives transformed. We want to see people give their heart to God. You know, this year, we're not even at the end of February and we've already seen 101 salvations in our church. 101. Every life matters. Every person counts. Last weekend, didn't we have a wonderful weekend with Pastor Andrew Kabbala and our um, healing service on the Sunday night? Last weekend alone, including our youth, there was 50 salvations. And that is something worth celebrating. That is something worth thanking Jesus about. Because that's what we're here for. That is our mission. That is our purpose as an army of God. That's what we're here for. We want to uh, spread the word of God. We're wanting to go into the world and preach the gospel. There's so many people that need that relationship with God. They need hope. They need love. They need purpose. They need that unconditional, hey, my father's going to love me. It doesn't matter what I do or what I've done. There's a father who will love me unconditionally. And we want to see that for more and more people. There's 350,000 people on the Sunshine Coast. And hey, this place needs to be filled to overflowing and reaching out and beyond our walls so we can see so many people in a hopeless situation, in despair, that come in to a relationship with God. Amen. Our country needs God. Oh, I love hearing that 101 salvations for this year. Oh, it's just like, this is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. We just love people coming into that relationship with God. You know that scripture, John 3, 16, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but all would have everlasting life. That's his prayer. That's his cry. That's his heart, that none would perish. None would perish. There's a heaven and a hell. And we want to see people come into that eternal life with Jesus Christ. That is our mission. That is our purpose. I love hearing that story of Sarah this morning about that transformation. Thank you so much for sharing your journey of just like you come in here and you just think, oh, people won't accept me from what I've done. It's like, no, there is an acceptance from God that then comes through us 
we just say, come in, come in, just absorb the love of the Father. If you're here today and you want that unconditional love of the Father, at the end of this service, we'll pray a simple prayer where you can invite God into your life and begin a relationship where you're not separated from your Creator, but you start a relationship of a journey of transformation where you can uh, fulfill that purpose that God has designed for you. You know, when you get saved, you give your heart to God. And it's like that's automatic enlistment into the army. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a voluntary one. It's not like a compulsory one. You voluntarily give your heart to God and it's an automatic enlistment. Now you're in the Lord's army. Welcome to the Lord's army. You're in it today and today you're being called up. Okay, now we're going to go out and we're going to continue with all of us on board as this army to fight. I love um, singing that song this morning. In my Father's house, there's a place for me. There's a place for every single person in this house this morning. There's a place for you in this church, in C3 Powerhouse, in the Lord's army. Uh, so, uh, I mean, that was one of those songs, I'm in the Lord's army. Another one was Onward Christian Soldiers. That's a bit more of a hymn one. We won't um, sing that one this morning. Thank you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but we're soldiers, all right? Uh, can't, well, do we need to be soldiers? Can't we just come to church every week and just enjoy each other's company and go to group every fortnight, just live a good life? No, because of that purpose. People need Jesus. We're in the army because we want to see expansion. We want to see, uh, we want to, there is an enemy out there, all right? You're in the army, it's usually against somebody. There's someone opposing you. And there is an enemy out there in the spiritual realm that stops people from coming into church, from coming into relationship. And that's why we are advancing. So who is the enemy? It's the devil. 1 Peter 5 eight. it says, stay alert, watch out for your great enemy, the devil. There it is in the scripture. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. I mean, that's nasty. Roaring lions, they're just going to take people out quickly and efficiently and they're just looking for people who they can devour. Another scripture said the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. That's what we're up against. Maybe in our personal lives, in that church world where we're trying to advance and take ground, there's an enemy trying to oppose it. Either from uh, coming into relationship with God directly or by attempting to stop us from being a witness, from going out and sharing our faith, from living uh, our best life where we're just like overcomers, where we're victorious, where we're on top, that we can go out and then uh, be that uh, ambassador for Christ and bringing people into that relationship. How does the enemy do that? Can be subtle ways. Like Sarah was sharing this morning, those lies from the enemy. I mean, that's not even that subtle. It was just like, no, you've gone too far. You're not actually going to be able to rescue your life. That's a lie of the enemy. And it brings discouragement. There's other lies that comes that brings division in the body of Christ, that brings that, uh, that divisiveness, that isolation, that distraction. The enemy comes in and tries to divide up the church against itself. Because, you know, if you have a, an army that's not unified and going forward together, then people are scattered all over the place and you've got a soldier here and a soldier there and everyone's trying to like sort of advance on their own. No, we've got to be unified. 
We've got to be together. We've got to have that one purpose in mind and go, okay, there is an enemy. It's good to know that. It's good to be aware of that because then we can stand against it. So I'm calling him out this morning. I'm not allowing the enemy to come in. The Bible says, rebuke the devil and he will flee. So we just push against it. We come against those lies. The devil doesn't have our best interests at heart. Not at all. He might, you might think sometimes that things that he's saying, and that's where it can be very subtle and sneaky, but there's things that he's trying to do that's taking you out of church. It's taking you out of connections, taking you into isolation. And you just have to be aware of that and go, no, okay, I'm aware that that's a, a, a strategy, a scheme of the enemy. He doesn't have my best interest at heart. He's trying to take down my purpose. He's trying to stop me from being a witness for Christ. So we have to stay together. The benefit of the army they're staying together, whether they're in their uh, platoons or battalions or whatever. They, they stay together. They work together. They sleep in the dorms together. They eat together. They march together and they fight together. That's what an army does, staying together. And this is why it's so important that we have small groups, our small groups that meet together. And you hear us talking about it all the time. You know why? Because we believe in the benefit of it. We can see that if you stay in your small little platoon or whatever it is, is a battalion of people, then you're so much better together than if you're isolated and on your own. And we want you to be part of a small group and you can be, and you can look it up online on our groups and see all the different ones that you're there. It's really important. Hey, we're not always on the front line. Sometimes we get injured. Sometimes we get sick. We don't expect you to be on the front line in those moments. It's okay for an army if there's people that are injured and stay back and you're not on that front battleground fighting on the front row. But it doesn't mean that you're isolated. It still means that you're staying together, that you're part of the army, that you're connected into the body. So how do we defend our position and take ground? I want to read you this scripture in Ephesians 6, verse 10. It says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God. You'll see my little um, soldier here. And this is a, a picture of the full armor of God. My little, um, uh, you know, whatever you call it. No. Oh, it's got a broken little leg. That that's okay. We'll have to. He's injured. We'll have to fix him up. Okay. <laughs> Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. This is what I'm talking about this morning. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Good to remember that when there's people in your life that are divisive or that are pulling you down or that are critical or that don't want a bar of church. It's not a fight against flesh and blood people. It's against principalities and powers the rulers, the authorities, powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. I don't know if you're familiar with putting on the full armour of God, but I'm a big fan because we can't go into battle uh, without it. Okay, so I'm just going to go through it. You can leave that scripture up there on the screen uh, as it talks about putting on the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation, that salvation means that you're forgiven. That salvation means that you're, you've got, you're in relationship with God. That helmet protects your head, protects your vision. It protects what you're hearing. It protects what's in your mind and all those things that the enemy tries to bring in and those lies that we were talking about. It protects you. If you put on 
the helmet of salvation. You put on this breastplate of righteousness. Righteousness means that Jesus has paid the price to make you right before your heavenly Father. So you're righteous before God. You can stand before Him and with this breastplate of righteousness, it's a protection. It protects your heart. It protects you from bad attitudes. It protects from backstabbing. protects all your vital organs when you put that on. You put on the belt of truth. The belt of truth is that center core that you believe the truth about who you are in Christ about what, uh, okay, where you can recognize what lies are coming and say, no, the truth is I am accepted. The truth is I am called. The truth is I am equipped through, the truth is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's the belt of truth. You put on the belt of truth. You believe the truth. You speak the truth. You're a person of integrity. You do what you say you're going to do. You are a, 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 a integrous person. You put on the shoes You uh, with the gospel of peace and this is peace wherever your sole of your foot treads you take peace with you and you take the gospel with you and you take that good news into everywhere that you go and then you take up the shield of faith the shield of faith the shield of faith which is protecting you from the evil dart the fiery darts of the evil one that's what the bible says in that scripture there the shield of faith is protection faith means that you're going to get through this faith means that you see beyond the current reality the current circumstances into the future knowing that god is with you and he is protecting you and you take up the sword of the spirit which is the word of god the sword of the spirit see we don't we don't fight with uh, fleshly uh, realms, the Bible says. We don't wage war as humans do in 2 Corinthians. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons. So we're not taking out a destructive sword in the natural. We're taking the Word of God. The sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. And this is powerful. Every word in here can come against every obstacle, every enemy that's coming against you, everything that tries to take you down, that tries to distract you, that tries to disunify you, that tries to divide you and tell you you're not good enough and you're not worthy and what have you even got to offer. No, the Bible is full of the truth about who you are and what God has for you and what He's put you on this earth for. And the more that you read it and you speak it out and you declare it, that is the power. That is the thing that defeats the enemy, the Word of God. Come on, put on the full armour of God. It's such a great uh, habit to be in. If ever I'm feeling a little, you know, wobbly, just like, oh, I don't know if I can. I just think, no, it's not me. It's God. I put on the full armor of God and I can stay in this battle. I can stay in this fight. I can stay in God's army because we're together and he is with us. All our shields are together. You know, that's uh, the turtle formation. They used to use it in the Roman times and they'd all have their shields and they'd bunker down together. So if there's any incoming, um, you know, like arrow things or like bullet things, no, probably not then, but arrows, uh, back, they'd all bunker down in a turtle formation. So everyone over the top of their head, everyone on the side, there was nothing that could get in. And that's where we need each other because we're like all together with all of our shields of faith, we're protected. We can stay and not be defeated in that. That's how we fight our battles, doing life together. We win. 
Matthew 16, 18 says, And I tell you, you are Peter. On this rock, I will build my church. Jesus is saying, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. God is here to build his church. Goes on to say in Matthew 9, 35, Jesus went through all the cities and villages, teaching in synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, healing every disease, every affliction. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. You might know some of these people. They're in our world. They live next door to us. We work with them. They're harassed. They feel helpless. They feel like... I don't know where to go. Nobody's telling me what to, I need someone to tell me what to do. Then Jesus said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. There's so many people that need God. There's so many people and we are that army. We are those laborers and we all need to be activated into that army as soldiers who are ready to go out that can go together with fellow soldiers arm in arm and progress forward to see lives transformed here on the Sunshine Coast. We're always praying as, uh, as senior leadership, as exec team, as our board members. We're always praying for more laborers to step up, to say, yes, I'm willing. Yes, I will go for it. Yes, I will be a leader. Yes, I will volunteer. Yes, I will serve. We need people. We need you. There's a place for you here in this church. Romans 12, verse 6. And this is all about your giftings and what God has given you and how you can best give of that. It's in the Passion Translation. I love how it's, uh, how it's written for us this morning. God's marvelous grace imparts to each one of us varying gifts and ministries that are uniquely ours. So if God has given you the grace gift of prophecy, you must activate your gift by using the proportion of faith you have to prophesy. That's what John was doing this morning. If your grace gift is serving, then thrive in serving others well. If you have the grace gift of teaching, then be actively teaching and training others. If you have the grace gift of encouragement, then use it often to encourage others. If you have the grace gift of giving to meet the needs of others, then may you prosper in your generosity without any fanfare. If you have the gift of leadership, be passionate about your leadership. And if you have the gift of showing compassion, then flourish in your cheerful display of compassion. Beautiful, isn't it? Verse 11, be enthusiastic to serve the Lord, keeping your passion toward Him boiling hot. Radiate with the glow of the Holy Spirit and let Him fill you with excitement as you serve Him. How good is that? What a great scripture of us just going, yeah, come on. God has given every single one of us gifts. He's given us uh, abilities. He's given us this personality. This is what we're talking about on the growth track today that Shekinah mentioned. Our growth track week four, week three is finding out what is your gifts? What are your passions? What is your personality? And week four, making a difference. How can you make a difference in the life of your local church? church as we progress as an army going forward. Verse 12, I'll just go on to that Romans 12, verse 12. Let this hope burst forth within you, releasing a continual joy. Don't give up in a time of trouble, but commune with God at all times. Take a constant interest in the needs of God's beloved people and respond by helping them and eagerly welcome people as guests into your home. Hey, that's who we are as the body, as the family, as we're together. 
Today, my job is to activate warriors, is to call you up into that uh, army of God that you're all part of. Do you accept the mission today to say, yes, I will be part of this. I will do whatever God asks me to do. I'm willing to serve him. I'll be alongside my fellow soldier. I'll look out for him together. Hey, you don't have to think that you have it all together to do that. So many soldiers. I'm reading this book at the moment, uh, the Kokoda book, all about the history of the war in Kokoda. And they sent up the um, chocos, they called them, the chocolate soldiers. Um, I, in my ignorance, before I read the book, I actually thought they meant the Papua New Guinean brown people were called the chocolate soldiers, but it's not the case. They sent the Australian guys who hadn't really been trained. They were the militia, not the actual Australian army. And they were barely trained. They were ill-equipped. They thought they would just melt in the sun. That's why they call them the chocolate soldiers. But the story of Kokoda is that they're just like going out to fight anyway. They're part of the Australian army. They defeated those Japanese and on behalf of their country... uh, fought for freedom for all of us. Hey, they might not have thought that they had the best training in the world or they had um, what needed the the strong uh, physical body and to go into war, but they just stepped into it anyway. You know, we don't have to wait for perfection, this great moment of where I've got my life together, I've got some experience, I've been trained, I'm just, all my life is just, you know, nice and neat at the moment. It's, I've got room for it. We just do it anyway. We just step out and do it anyway. For me, I know whenever I've done that, God has always equipped me. He's always met me. He's always brought that anointing. I could never do it otherwise, not in my own strength. So what can we do out of here as an army? I've mentioned those growth tracks. If you've never done a growth, our growth tracks, week one, two, three, four, all about discovering what we're all about as a church and how you can. Week three and week four are the ones to discover your gifts. And then uh, let me just have a look because I've got that little, um, I did have, nope, I don't have. I had that little uh, brochure of the week four. It is gone, but you will see it if you go up there. Have you got it? Oh, thank you. Thank you, Josh. Make a difference. Okay, this one in here. You can make a difference. You can make a difference. Doesn't matter where you are. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter what history you've had, uh, how long you've been in the church, how long you've been a Christian. You can make a difference and be part of the Lord's army. So you can head along to there. In there has got all the different teams that you can be involved in, all the things that you can serve in, whether it be a Sunday uh, team, whether it be a midweek team, whether it be a group leader, uh, anything that you can be a part of to just step into that and just go, hey, I'm willing. I want to have a look at that. We're always needing people. You might think, hey, this church runs pretty well. Looks like you don't really need any more people. No, we're always, there is a place for you in this church, whether it be on the kids team, whether it be on the crash team, whether it be uh, on the music team and, a, and you're a drummer or a keyboardist. Maybe uh, you could run a group. Maybe you're awesome at admin. You could step in in the middle of the week, but get yourself positioned as part of the army to take it out and you can go out to the next step zone. You can sign up today if you're feeling stirred there's all these teams on there you can have a look at it and just go hey just put me wherever you like I'm just willing and able or you find something that you go no that's me I want to do that hey come on we're in the Lord's army we put on the armor of God we're ready to fight we're activated for him we're mobilized for him so just as we come to a close I'd like to invite uh, the uh, keyboardist up
Hey, let's just pray together. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord, for the house of God. Lord, that it is the army of God. We thank you, Jesus. Lord, that we can be, Lord, on this path with you, Jesus. Lord, that we can step into our purpose, into our destiny, Lord Jesus, to see lives transformed. We thank you, God, for the hundreds of thousands of people on this coast that need you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we want to do whatever it takes to see people in relationship with you. Oh, God, we pray, Lord, that you come right now. You speak to every person, Lord, that they do fit, Lord, that there is a place for them here. Oh God, every heart, Jesus, as they listen to you right now, oh God, that you will activate something inside of us, God, to say, yes, I'm willing in whatever place it is. And just right now, I want to give that moment to God just to speak to us. It's just it's just good at the end of a message like this to just stop and go, God, what do you want me to do? Maybe you want me to go to the growth track three and four. Maybe you want me to serve. Maybe you want me to step up in my serving or start a group or do something new. Just allow God to speak to you this morning because he wants to come. You're enlisted in his army. He's calling you up today, calling you up into this body of people, into this family, into this army, to go forth. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God's speaking to you and you just are hearing that you need to do something out of today. Would you just raise your hand to say, yeah, that's me. I'll just respond to that. You need to do growth tracks. You need to step up in your volunteering would you just raise your hand and say yeah God's speaking to me just this morning I'm hearing from him thank you Jesus stirring something within us this morning oh God come Lord, I pray protection on every person this morning. I thank you, Jesus, that you release the truth into our lives. You release that enthusiasm to serve. Lord God, that you resist the devil and he will flee. God, I thank you, Jesus, as we put on that armor of God. Lord, that you protect us as we go out and fight this battle. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Awesome, guys. Awesome.